This episode of the Rad Broadcast is brought to you by Tech2U. Tech2U strives to deliver superior technical services from professional and friendly staff while maintaining their principles of credibility, accountability, and customer service as they grow. With locations all over Northern California, Southern California, and Las Vegas, Tech2U provides in-shop repair, mobile services for residential and business, and remote service provided online. Tech2U repairs everything ranging from printers, scanners, screen repair, motherboards, keyboards, touchpads. They'll even recycle electronics. Visit www tech2u.com that's tech the number two u.com or call 888-340-8324 that's 888-340-8324 for tech2u the rad Welcome to another episode of the Rad Podcast. I'm producer Brandon from the Rad Radio Show. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, today's episode it will include a recap from a prior guest that I had. Um, his name is Jason. He's a close friend of mine and uh, my wife. In fact, it was a childhood friend of my wife. Um, met him when I started dating my wife. And uh, yeah, he so happens to own an amazing sandwich shop called the uh, Better Foods Deli in Roseville. You ever been... Uh, you know what I'm talking about. If you've never been, you got to go. It's good stuff. In fact, they're actually a, uh, a proud vendor of the Rad Radio turkey brine. So if you need to pick up a, a bag of our turkey brine, uh, they'll be in stock there, um, I believe, right? When this episode airs, they'll have it in store. So um, you can get all those details about the Better Foods Deli. If you can't Google it, there's the uh, food vendor uh, locator on radradio.com. Just go to the Superstore food product locations. It's all right there. Super easy. Thanks to tech to you the fine sponsor of the Rad Podcast, as well as the fine folks that helped us redesign that shitty old website. Now it's not shitty anymore. It's fucking amazing. I love it. Thank you guys at tech to you um, So before we get Jason in here, uh, we're going to, when we get Jason in here, uh, he finally took a trip to go meet his birth father. So when Jason joins me, we'll find out all about that trip and uh, what it was like meeting his birth father and maybe what's next, if it was awkward, if it was fun. I don't know. You have to wait and see. Um, but if you want to get the full scope of Jason's story, you can go back to episode 41 uh, from back back in August. Um, so I wanted to touch on a couple of emails that I had gotten uh, since the last episode aired. And uh, let's start with uh, this one here, all from Patrick. You know, it's Halloween time. There's a lot of ghosts. There's a lot of ghouls. There's a lot of goblins on our minds. And our friends at Sack Spirit, um, who was also another guest on the uh, Rad Podcast back, that was episode 42, the one after Jason. Um, they came out to uh, the Brandon's household and and did a little paranormal investigation they found a ghost hanging out in the back of our house just walking through some old soul that just has nowhere to go just likes to walk around uh we also found out that my wife's uh late father who passed away about five to ten years ago is now living or just hanging out in our house you know i don't think he's living there but he's just hanging out you can see him in the video there that they did um, if you look up sack spirit on the youtubes you can see the investigation that took place in my place um and this email is in that vein. It's from Patrick. He says, Jokester Patrick here, if you say so. Wanted to send in a recent update as after I listened to your podcast uh, with Melissa and the Spirit team at Sac Spirit, I decided to reach out to them. 
I will admit I have always had a bit of a spiritual awareness about me, but never really done anything about it personally. I decided to email the spirit team thinking that perhaps some of my experiences can be explained, including going to the grave graveyard up in Virginia City, which, by the way, side note, I've heard some really creepy stuff about the graveyard of Virginia City, especially if you're staying the night up there. Um, it's something that I would like to do, but according to somebody very close to me, it is terrifying. Um, so I don't know. I, we'll see. The letter continues. Based on what I described to Melissa, she believes I may be an empath budding into new abilities, which after reviewing what that may be, makes sense. I've always been in tune with nature and tend to be drawn to personalities that are close to my own. While at parties or events that my wife drags me to, I wanted to give a shout out to Melissa and the spirit team for providing directionality on what I need to do and say thank you for all your help. Cheers, Patrick. Well, Patrick, I'm glad you had a great experience. And that's one of the things that Sac Spirit uh, does is they try to present everything uh, through science and also spirituality. So they're they're kind of coming at it from both angles, giggity, so that they can uh, either not necessarily prove the skeptics wrong, but they can also prove the skeptics right. And you know, if it's an electrical problem in the house, then they can call an electrician, and it's no sweat off Sac Spirit's chest. Uh, but you know, if it's something else, if you've got some sort of empathic abilities. Uh, Melissa and the team at Sac Spirit could, could definitely find that out for you. And I can relate to you a lot, Patrick. I, I never really knew. I never really understood. And it wasn't until I got uh, into my 20s that I thought that this feeling of being in tune with nature and, and drawn to personalities that are close to my own, you know, and, and kind of just having having a, an ability to check everybody's vibes and, and without even talking to them or being in the same room, you can just feel their energies. It's just palpable. I never really understood that. And I mean, I, I felt it. I didn't know what to define it as. And what did you say? You said uh, directionality. I think that's the best word you could use when it comes to you kind of finding your yourself in, in the, the whole spiritual concept and the paranormal and all of that, um, which both of those can be very different things. Um, but when it comes to sex spirit, they like to look at it from all of those angles. They're not just ghost hunters. They're not like ghostbusters. They're not like those guys that are hacks on TV that are exploiting people. They're doing it to help people. Um, so I'm glad you had a great experience from sex spirit. Uh, the next email that I've got here that I cover over is uh, from Chris. He says, Brandon, I was recently listening to the audio files and the subject uh, that was discussed was about night terrors. As I was listening, I was quite surprised on Brandon's response to his thoughts on night terrors and their validity, considering your beliefs on chakra and energy work. Pause in the letter there, Chris. Um, Chris, when I did that, when we were talking about night terrors on the show, um, I was kind of just poking fun. I was just kind of, you know, poking the bear because I didn't really, I, I mean, I do believe that night terrors could be real. I mean, have you seen the house or the haunting of Hill House? There's somebody that has uh, night terrors in that uh, in that show, and it kind of did it did a great job at at making uh, a whole concept of a night terror um, visible. Like I couldn't really understand it. I, I didn't know exactly how to relate to it. So my defense mechanism was just be like, "Oh, that's just a bunch of mumbo jumbo," which sounds like something Rob would say, and and totally out of character for me. But when we were talking about it, I thought, really, you're having somebody sit on your chest and you're not able to move. Come on. It's not, I mean, so I, we think about things in a, with a logical brain sometimes. We, we try to at least. And I honestly think it's just you're waking up and the rest of your body is just catching up. Your brain hasn't told your extremities to move yet. And it just kind of keeps your body in this sleep state wherever you are at. 
and your brain is just slowly firing up and getting those things, getting those synapses fired up and making your nerves move and making your feet and your arms move. Your extra, and, and so I, I just think that it's a lot of that. Now, is it somebody that's actually sitting on your chest? Maybe. I'm not going to deny it, but I think there's a lot of things that you could do um, to, to either cure sleep terrors or uh, at least diagnose it. Sometimes it is some sort of imbalance in you, and there are sleep clinics that you can go to in order to uh, get this done, which, by the way, if you haven't seen The Haunting of Hill House, you have to check it out. It's on Netflix. Um, it's only 10 episodes, and, and I believe there's going to be another season. Um, but it's just a great show, and it, it's... The night terrors part of it, it kind of, you know, it made me go, wow, okay. So if they're, you're actually haunted by a bent neck lady and you're having night terrors, then maybe there's something going on. Maybe there's some paranormal activity going on. You might want to get checked out. But this isn't all house, uh, the haunting of Hill House. Um, and there's a lot of certain explanations of certain things. Um, but we still don't know enough about our brains. There, there, there's so much to learn still about the human brain and what it's capable of. Uh, we only use a certain, a very small percentage of it right now. Can you imagine if we became superhuman, if we were able to use the full capacity of our brains? I don't know if we're worth it. I don't know if the human population is is capable of having that much power, but how much power are we per- actually capable of? Will we ever know? I don't know. Maybe in our lifetime. I hope so. Uh, the letter goes on from Chris. He says, so I was just curious, where do you draw the line on belief and disbelief? Is there stuff that is out there that is just too much for you to believe Meaning, like, is it too much, too unrealistic, or too far outside of your open-minded window? Thank you. Love the show. Well, thank you, Chris. I, I honestly, my, my open-minded window is quite large. Um, and like I said, I was kind of poking fun at the whole night terror thing because I think that there's a perfect explanation for stuff like that. And I don't think that everybody's got some sort of goblin that's sitting on their chest and holding them down and and uh, forbidding them to move. I don't, I don't buy that. But if there is some sort of, you know, scientific test, like a sleep clinic that can, that can prove that right or wrong, then let's take it. I want to, I want to look at it from all different angles, similar to how Sack Spirit works. You know, I want to, I want to look at it from the skeptical angle. I want to look at it from the scientific angle. I want to look at it from the spiritual, the paranormal, all of that stuff. Um, and, you know, like I said. I was just having fun, poking the bear, night terrors. All right, so I got Jason coming in here in a little bit. Um, I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Isn't he a good boy? Yeah. Such a good boy. He's the show. He's the studio dog. At least the producer studio dog. Right. Producer studio mascot. Right yeah. Here. The uh, This morning, Maestro was in here. Because, you know, Rob brings his dogs in here. Maestro and Scout. Um, Maestro comes in and checks in every morning when he gets here. And usually, Walter's already in bed down by my feet. And uh, Maestro comes up to him and kind of smells his face. And Walter goes, Boo! Like, get out of my face! Just all of a sudden, huh? Just all of a sudden. He likes his privacy. He's not really a morning dog, so. Yeah, um, I'm not really a morning dog either. So. Man, I never was until I started working for this show. I was a night night owl. I don't even know what that's like anymore. I'm, I try to stay up past 10 o'clock, and I... 
Right, it, I figured it's, it's possible. Like, it's getting late. It's close to seven. My sister's just getting home. I'm like, I gotta go. He's gotta go to bed, man. <laughs> well, thank you for making it out. I do appreciate it. It's really not that late, so we're we're good. Um, so obviously, we have some big. Uh, we got a big story to kind of unfold since the last time you were here. Um, you you discovered that you have a birth father that you weren't aware of, and you went to go meet him recently. Don't mind Walter. He's just he's just begging for attention. <laughs> He's too cute. How could you not give it to him? I know. He's a good boy. Um, so before we get into that, um, I wanted to announce again, because uh, the turkey brine was on sale at Better Foods Deli. Yes. Right when we went on sale um, the beginning of the month, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that and Friday, you, day one. And you guys sold out. How long did it take for the turkey brine to sell out? I think it was like maybe 12 days. Really? Something like That's that. That's crazy. Yeah. So what you guys are going to be restocked uh, starting tomorrow, which will be Tuesday the 23rd? Yes. Awesome. Yeah. More brine. So if you don't listen to this 12 days after the 23rd, <laughs> you will most likely be SOL if you go to find the turkey brine at Better Foods Deli in Roseville. Um, that's really cool that you're, you're selling that there. It's uh, Has it been a, a kind of a, a big hit there or is it? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. a niche thing where people kind of seek it out. Um, I mean, a little both. It's it's been a hit. Like I, you know, people that know, like my friends, they were right away when I when I posted, they were all excited. People who've tried it, you know, it's really really good. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. But then there's you know people. It's nice because there's people that I haven't seen that have come in and they came in specifically for that, and then you know got some other stuff while they were there. Well, I, I hope know. they get a sandwich. So yeah, no, but it's it's been nice. It's been good. Right on, cool. It, it did well. So and you know why wouldn't it? it's delicious? Yeah. Is there? Have you ever brined a turkey before? I have. Yes. Okay. I mean, you're you're probably cooking all the time, yeah. right? Um, you know, as much as I can. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, that brine turkey. I I didn't had no idea about it until I started working with Rob, and it's I won't do anything any other way when it comes to turkeys yeah, no, on Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, the brine is good. Yeah, my uncle. Uh, Brian's turkeys every year. He's been doing it for a long time. And yeah. Then, and then, yeah. So, and then your guys' brines. So. so, your uncle's been doing it for a long time. Is he going to try the new Rad Brine? Is he, are you going to buy him a pack or something and have him try that? Or is he one of those cooks that he's got his own way and yeah, he's going to do it that way? Yeah. Yeah. They're very much like, you know, this is, this is how we do it. Yeah. So, it's good. I mean, so that's fine. But I, I mean, I'm, I bought a brine. I'm going to brine a turkey. Oh, sweet. Year, so. Awesome. Yeah. When, when's, when's dinner? <laughs> right. Come on over. There'll be plenty. Maybe I'll do two. Right on. Well, cool. Yeah. So uh, Better Foods Deli will be all stocked up. If you want the information for that, you can go to radradio.com. There's a vendors page and it's all interactive um, and you can find Better Foods Deli right there. Uh, real quick, where, where are they located? Uh, 900 Douglas Boulevard in Roseville. There you yep. go. All right. Um, so since you were traveling recently, you went, to, you went to Florida and how long were you out there? Uh, I was out there for eight days. Nice. Yeah. Good yeah, little was, vacation. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice break. Coming back always sucks. You yes. Know, right back into the fold. Oh, man. Did the, you have to go to work right away when you got back? Uh, yeah, the next morning I yeah. opened up, yeah. Shit. I got in I got in from, from Fort Lauderdale at probably like midnight or like 1230, and then uh, 6, 6 a.m. I was up to go to work the next day. So, Did you have any complications uh, that were related to the hurricane at all? Um, there was some good turbulence on the way in, but, uh, I was going to Fort Lauderdale and it went North, like the panhandle, like, uh, okay. it destroyed Mexico beach. Like, it's just, when I got there, we were watching on the news and you could see the footage of, and it's, you know, it's interesting cause I'm in Florida watching it happen in Florida instead mm -hmm. of sitting here and watching and it's, 
so much more coverage and it was it was crazy yeah i mean they really made a big deal out of it yeah. and I, the whole time it was happening i knew you were out there yeah and i was thinking man are they gonna have to evacuate or anything like that would that would suck for yeah. this for this no, meeting but yeah luckily it wasn't like because last year the hurricane came through it went it it was south it was southern florida which affected you know a lot of people down there but mm-hmm. uh it went north, so that's good. Did you watch any good movies or, or Netflix shows while you were traveling? Um, let's see, Netflix while I was traveling. I mean, I I did watch some stuff. Nothing to do. When I got back, I binged Daredevil in two days. The so the I, new, the season three. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we've been debating that on the show a lot recently. Yeah. And uh, I've gotten through since we were recording this. I watched two more episodes, so I'm like at seven or eight now. Oh, okay. Um, and I'm not impressed. I'm not really digging it. I want to know your thoughts though, because you, you and I have both talked about our love for Daredevil and we will, we we've liked it from the beginning. Yeah. But what are your thoughts about season three? It could have been better. I mean, they could have done more. I just think it's, it's almost like it's not, it's weird because the whole season, it just seems like it's almost not going anywhere. Like he's just, He's recovering, you know. He's, constantly. Yeah, he's consistently you know, recovering. Yeah, and he's, he's consistently recovering, <laughs> getting beat up and recovering. And it's just, <laughs> it's not, it's not the daredevil that we, we loved in the beginning where right. he was just kicking ass and taking names, right. you know. Yeah, and it definitely feels like one of those transitionary seasons. Like, yeah. w- he's trying to figure out who he is and we're, we're learning a lot more backstory about some of the other characters, including the chick. I don't remember her name. Karen. Yeah. Karen, the uh, the secretary who yes. she's always yeah, the correcting everybody. Yeah. yeah, she's a reporter now. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I mean, the last episode I watched was, and maybe this was episode nine. I'm not sure. Um, we're learning her backstory and where she came from yeah, and her drug nine, use. I think, yeah. Yeah. And I, I was not impressed. I mean, I, I don't really care about her character, so I don't know why we yeah, needed I to explore that I don't know why this season they've delved into her backstory. Like, if they were going to do that, they should have done it a long time ago. I don't yeah. I don't really see what kind of... Uh, um, Are they running out of ideas? Uh, yeah, Are they trying just, to extrapolate on these not interesting characters? I just don't understand. I don't... You know, it, it didn't seem to really pertain as mm-hmm. far as I was concerned this season. You know, it's not... Not that character building isn't important, because I really do like character building, you know, if it's done right. But I Like think that, The Haunting of the Hill House, uh, The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, see, now I'm just starting to watch that. I'm only a couple episodes in, but I do like that. It's all about building. character building. Yeah, and I, you know, and I can appreciate that. Like I said, if it's done correctly mm-hmm. or at the appropriate time. I mean, like in this season of Daredevil, not, you know, not to give too much away, but there is a, a major Daredevil villain um, that they're building the character. Like they're... They're building this person up right now, and I think for you know next season, or you know hopefully if there's another season with the way Disney's pulling everything. Yeah, this is the anti Daredevil guy you're talking about, right? Like oh, yeah. the, the yes, he's uh, he's almost like the Venom to to Spider Man. He's the one that stole the suit, and he's like pretending to be Daredevil. Yes. That guy. Yeah, I don't think I'm spoiling too much with that information, but no. yeah, I I th- I thought he was kind of interesting when we were. Figuring out what made him tick and what made him yeah. turn bad. See, now that, that was pretty cool. That I liked. That character building right there for his background and yeah. what, yeah, what drives him and motivates him. Or because you know. that actually helps progress the storyline. Yes. It's not yeah. going back and digging up old news. Yeah. and tying up loose ends. I I don't know. And Wilson Fisk is a is a great scary character. Oh like yeah, he's he. Somebody said on the show today. 
they they need a shower after they see him on screen every yeah, time. And it's no, so he's true. So, he's so good. Such a scumbag. And, and I, I mean, love and, those types of villains. And see, that's the thing. In in season one, when they when they did the Wilson, you know, when they did Wilson Fisk character, when they did Kingpin, they they did a really good job with with showing you his character and character building this this mm-hmm. person who is as far as Daredevil is concerned, I mean, like the the end all of bad guys. I mean, that's his nemesis. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah, they did a really good job with that. I like that they do the bad. So, but stuff like uh, you know, the Karen thing kind of lost me. I no, didn't totally. really need it. I did. It just it just took up an episode, and I was like, why I sat there and watched that. Yeah. So and Foggy's running for know. DEA. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares yeah, about Foggy. Foggy? I hate that guy. Foggy's character. I get him. I liked him in the beginning, but I feel like now he's just so whiny yeah he's, he's such just a like a bitch. little Annie waste whiny little like <laughs> oh what do i do with my life i don't yeah. what am i gonna do you know i've got a hot wife and a job where i'm making tons of money and but yet you know i still like to just bitch about everything yeah he um i honestly think that the daredevil show is just gonna run the same course as luke cage and iron fist i think they're just gonna they're just gonna end it here and I think there's a lot of lot to be said about the fact that Marvel's owned by Disney. Yeah. Disney's pulling out of Netflix. Netflix is pouring a dun- ton of money in their own original programming, yeah. but you know Disney wants to reel all of it in. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling they're going to do something bigger picture when they finally do have their own streaming service with these guys. Uh, I hope Disney. Yeah. Oh yeah. Disney, I hope they'll bring it back. I've been reading Disney's got a lot of stuff planned out. Like they already, you could see screenshots of uh, John Favreau's going to have a. Uh, live action star Wars series on the Disney streaming. And it looks, I've seen shots and there's, yeah, it looks great. And John Favreau is, you know, he, he just recently did the jungle book. Is he doing the new Lion King? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't think so, but he did the original Iron Man and you know, you've seen him in movies. I never thought he still plays in the Marvel. He's in the Marvel universe. And that's so cool. I had no idea that he was going to be doing that. That's awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to that, but I'm glad that we kind of see eye to eye on Daredevil. Yeah. Um, that That's kind of reassuring to me because I go to you for all these things. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm, I wasn't surprised about Iron Fist. Honestly, I think that Iron Fist this season was better than, than season you one. You actually gave it a shot? Oh, I watched it. I watched it all. <laughs> I'm a Marvel fan, man. I have okay. to at least, you know, I got to see it and decide if I like it or I not. Gotcha. So I, it, it, it was better, um, but... Uh, yeah, the, the way it ended it. though, the ending, I, I didn't really care for it. And so that's why I can see, I'm like, oh, they're pulling it. Like, yeah. I, I kind of understand that now. It's just easy to see it go. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, hopefully we get another run out of Punisher on Netflix one more time. So seriously, yeah. where's the Punisher? That's the one I'm really like Punishers. One and done season. Is that what he's doing? I mean, he was the best part of Daredevil season two. Yeah. Yeah. And then his own season was, I mean, Punisher Dude, was great. He's a badass. So. I love that season. All right, so let's get to it. So to to give a quick recap, I already told people they can go back and listen to episode 41 and get the full story of the DNA test that you got from your half-sister, right? Yes, yeah. Basically. Yeah, half-sister. I mean, I just sister. She's your sister, yeah. Yeah. Um, But, you know, in the terms of of the whole DNA test and and where this thing lands is you were trying to figure out some more about your history, and ultimately you found family— including your birth father that you had no idea about. No idea that he was, he was my birth dad. He had no idea about me. It was a shock to a lot of people. So, so you guys connected through the DNA test website, which is kind of like a social media thing. It's Mm -hmm. good for you guys to reconnect. And they said, Hey, come on out. Yeah. Let's say, let's, let's uh, hang out for a week or week or so. And what, I mean, what was it like? I mean, you got there. Yeah, it was, you know, and what was, uh, what was the first meeting like? Uh, you know, it was weird because, so I got to the airport and I get off and, and I, I, uh, 
texted my sister Tasha, who's in Florida, um, the, my new sister, I guess. right? And uh, and so you know, I said, you know, I'm here, and she's like, I'm on my way to the airport, and she said, stay inside, don't go out of the airport. Uh oh, just. It, no, it was just the humidity. I'm not used to it. So it was oh, so bad there. So and wait so, till we get there. Yeah, yeah. She's I like, you, you. want to stay inside. So just, she was funny. So I, I go outside and it was just her and, you know, big hug. It was like, um, it was crazy because it was like instant bonding. Like we had talked maybe for a month texting back and forth, phone a couple times. But uh, but getting there, you know, I was a little nervous on the plane because I, I didn't know. How it was I bet go. you were nervous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. I was nervous for you. So, um, but no, it was great. She gets out of the car, gave me a hug, you know hopped in the car and right to the house. And, uh, it was nice. As soon as, as soon as I got up the door and she opened the door and everybody was there. Oh, know? really? You know, the old thing, everybody's there, cameras recording the stuff. And really? Yeah. So it was nice. Everybody's really happy. Everybody gave me hugs. It You're was like a celebrity. It, yeah, it, it kind of was. Yeah. It was interesting. Cause <laughs> you know, really that's, cool. it was really, it was really interesting. It was neat to, uh, finally get to actually meet everybody in person and, mm -hmm. Super nice. I mean, yeah. everybody was just beyond nice. Which well, is, you're which super nice, good. so I hope that well, didn't fall know, too far from the tree. You never know. <laughs> you never know. Sometimes, you know, it's it's interesting to, it's when I was there to see, like, the nature versus nurture aspect, mm -hmm. um, you know, where uh, my adopted father and my biological father and how I have, you know, little traits and things in common, obviously, with my biological family. Me and um, my sister, Tasha, are actually a lot alike. Really? And then... Uh, and then, you know, as opposed to, you know, my adopted father, who was always, you know, very super nice guy, always smiling, very caring and giving and, you know, genuine, um, you know, really passive. And then to go, you know, but and then to see them and how uh, not that they weren't, you know, they're very, very nice, sweet and everything, but, you know, really driven and um, not afraid to say what's on their mind. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So that was yeah. good, which is pretty much how I am, except for I kind of. You know, being raised by my dad, it was always very like, no, that's not, you know, you shouldn't say that, you know, okay. so, so I uh, learned to kind of filter it before I just said things. And my sister doesn't filter. She just says things. So, so yeah, it was kind of, it was interesting. So what was it like meeting your birth father? What was that first interaction like? Um, it was not, you know, handshake, then hug, then, you know, it was, he was very, it's weird because people say I look like him. I don't see the resemblance. Like when I look at pictures of like me and me and my sister Tasha or you know, my brother Derek or um, I just I don't. It's lost on me, I guess. But. Do you see more of your mom's features in you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I, I've seen. I saw the picture, a few pictures of you and your birth father, and I could see it in the eyes. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's about it. Yeah, it's okay. Sorry, it's all right. Um. Yeah, so it's uh, it was interesting. It was a lot of fun. They were, uh, like I said, they were really, really nice. I mean, they put me, you know, I stayed at their house. They gave me a room, um, you know, for the eight days I was there. Uh, went to Orlando together. Went to Universal. Did the uh, the horror nights at Universal, which was oh yeah, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Was it scary? Um, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, it wasn't so scary for me. The yeah. fun part was. Tasha gets scared of everything. So watching her. <laughs> How old is your sister, Tasha? She's 34. 34. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, so that was really, that was a lot of fun. Yeah. But, uh, you know, did that. Oh, got to see Haley's cousin, Steve. Oh so that yeah. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Hung out with shithead. How that was good seeing him. <laughs> is that his nickname? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hung out with shithead. How long, how long has it been since you've seen, uh, seen him? Oh man. It's probably been, let's see. 
six, seven years. Wow. Eight, yeah. yeah it's, it's been a while. He just got out of the military. He was a sub driver, right? Uh, he was an ET on a sub electronics tech. So, yeah. but yeah, he did. And then he got promoted and did, I don't know what he did yeah. after he got promoted. I don't know. Guy's badass. Chief, whatever. I don't yeah. pay attention. That, that takes so much. I, I don't know if I could handle living in a submarine for months on end underwater. That's, that shit's crazy. I've heard some stories about dudes. That, I met my grandpa was a chef on a submarine. Oh yeah. Back, be... He was actually a baker. Oh, nice. He'd get yeah. up in the middle of the night and bake for but, everybody. But see, that's good for him. Cause yeah, he's. You know, trust me. I mean, one of the things there that's big is the food, you know, and they oh. say Navy food's really good. Yeah. And I'm sure as being a baker on the ship, he had lots of friends. That's, so, you that's know true. what I mean? You, know, you got the guy who's doing the food. You're, yeah. So. It, it did carry over. I think he did, you know, bring a lot of that good cook, um, you know, skills back with him after he, after he got out of the military. Yeah. Um, so what did you guys do? Uh, what did you, what did the other extended family do? I mean, did you yeah. guys, did you guys have, did you and your dad? have like a sit down moment and, and kind of reminisce and yeah. try to make, make things connect the dots from before you born to, to now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we sat down, you know, he told me a lot about like his early years and stuff. And before, you know, obviously before they moved out there and he had the kids and family, we, I brought a photo album out that my mom made like of me, just all me, like from a little kid all well, the way up cool. to almost current. So yeah. And we, you know, kind of showed each other photo albums and sat there and went over stuff and, you know, talked about just different life, you know, events and, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. And it's nice. Um, And meeting everybody, I mean, not, you know, just him, but like, I have a niece and a nephew over there too. I have a 17 year old nephew, Joe, and then I have a little niece, Mia, who's absolutely adorable. And, uh, so it was fun. We all hung out, went to a really nice dinner, you know, went out, went out and eat, ate a quite a bit, which was good. So. <laughs> well, you always eat on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, what, but I mean, uh, it was like better. Like I don't, so I don't really do seafood here. Like I'm a kind of a meat and potatoes kind of guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, when I went out there, they had me, took me out to a nice restaurant and I tried sea bass for the first time. And oh, so good! Really, so good. So you're now going to be more of a seafood guy, huh? You're going to expand uh, your a little, little bit. bit. I'm going to expand a little bit. Like sea bass, I could see that I could eat on yeah. a, on a regular basis. That was good. I did some like jumbo shrimp. Oh, that's yeah, right. Coconut yeah. shrimp, mm, uh, delicious. Tried lamb and lobster for the first time. What'd you think of lamb? It was good. Well, I they have lamb pops. Do you know lamb pops? Yeah. Okay. So good. So wait, was it the ground lamb? No, uh, like it wasn't a little the meat ground. Ball? It was like a no. It's like a their lamb pops. Uh, it was at the Palms in the Hard Rock, and their um they had. It's almost like a steak mm -hmm. with the bone, and the bone comes out like a stick that you hold, and you just eat this like medium yeah. rare like oh so. And so good. the rack of lamb, they you know, uh, uh comes yeah. comes out almost like it looks like a prime rib, mm -hmm. um, and then when you slice the the chops off. That you, they just keep the bone on there, and yeah, yeah there's oh, not much man, it was so on there, but it's so freaking good. Yeah. Did it have like a and cherry glaze jelly. on there? Mint jelly. Yeah, I had the mint jelly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. I know. Now we're gonna talk about. It. I'm gonna go look for some lamb. Fuck, I'm hungry. Yeah, yeah. the um, uh, my uncle who married my aunt, who's like my blood aunt, married uh, my now uncle who is a Kiwi from New Zealand. Oh, okay. And one holiday when he came up here, when they both came up here, because they now live in New Zealand full time. Ooh. Um, he came up and, and cooked us a lamb alongside with the turkey for uh, Christmas dinner. Um, and it was the first time I ever had lamb. And oh my God, I don't know if it was whatever 
whatever he did to it and he knows how to cook it was yeah. was amazing but i've also had lamb since then where i've thought wow that sucks it's like super gamey yeah really rich in game gamey flavor but i think that it just really depends on the type you know wherever you get your meat sometimes it's hit or miss yeah where um, you get it how they cook prepare it and exactly. stuff definitely because i mean i'd heard that about it and they yeah. were like oh try this and i was like all right and i tried it with the mint jelly it was delicious oh, yeah. and then by the time like i ate i ate two of them and by the time i i had the second one i was just eating it i i didn't even bother with the jelly <laughs> i just ate it it was so good just inhaling the pops yeah oh, i love that stuff so you ate you 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 drank you had fun everybody was merry um so what's next with the family are you guys just gonna keep in touch and try to visit on the holidays or yeah yeah or you know whenever i can i mean it's you know they want me to (laughs) they wanted me to come back out in november for thanksgiving but i i can't i know i got a business i can't go (laughs) you run a dude you run a deli i'm just gonna walk away from it yeah um and then you know so they wanted me to come out for that and then i said i couldn't do that and they were like all right so you come out for like just after Christmas or for Christmas, and you do New Year's out here because apparently they do a big New Year's thing. Out oh, there. right on! Yeah, That'd be so cool. I can't, don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. <laughs> Maybe March for my birthday. I might go out for go. my birthday in March. But they're they're planning a trip out here. Um, so oh, I good. know that. Yeah, I know that he's. Uh, my dad's definitely coming out here um, soon, and then I think uh, Tasha and everybody might follow. They want to. They go skiing every year. She loves skiing, so I think they're going to go to Tahoe. They usually do Colorado, okay, and but I think they're going to do Tahoe. This That's time, good. So. so, is your birth father going to want to meet your mom? How is that dynamic? Well, I mean, they've met before. Well, obviously so. <laughs> they've met before, but you know, things, no, yeah, they've gone. No, they talked directions. on the phone while I was while I was there. I oh, okay. was talking to my mom and handed the phone. They talked on the phone for a while, and wow. you know, kind of connecting. And so, yeah, no, she, you know, they're interested in, in seeing each other and saying hi and stuff. So, um, so yeah, that's nice. So looking that's forward, good. looking forward to kind of getting everybody together, yeah. trying to get the rest of my family to head out to Florida and just kind of go meet everybody, hang out, see what it's like. Just tell the whole family, Hey, let's just yeah. all live out here. Yeah. Florida's a little better than California. Well, You know, it's, it's different. It's flat. I'll tell you that much. Yeah. It's really, but, uh, no, it's nice. I mean, it's funny. Cause they actually, you know, I told you they, they wanted me to come out, you know, back to back all these times. And then they basically were trying to get me to just like, not necessarily stay there right away, but move out there Mm -hmm. so you know that was nice i mean to have somebody you know they like me so much they were like hey why don't you just move out here with us yeah hang out we'll help you build your roots basically tempting it was tempting yeah except for the humidity that's yeah you'd probably it'd probably take a while to adjust to that i imagine i mean you've been to hawaii yeah i've been to hawaii too is it the same type of humidity or is it different i don't know i i mean it felt worse to me i mean really yeah hawaii was nice maybe it was because of like the light rain in hawaii too i mean i get the humidity but it kind of cools you down this was just like hot just encompassing Mm. just sticking to you like humidity yeah i don't know if i like that it wasn't it wasn't the most it's more swampy than tropical you would say, yeah, it's it's a blend. It's an interesting blend, and, and you know, it's we're south where they are. It's not so bad. I hear it gets you know it gets better as you go north, but then you hit like around Georgia, and then it gets like really swampy, humid. Yeah. So I'm not, you know, I'll stay I'll stay southern Florida if I go to you know keep you, it keep it nice and tropical. You hear all these stories about people eating faces and bath salts and you know all the whack jobs in florida did you have any encounters with anything crazy like that is it any, like any other state where there's just a bunch of weirdos anywhere you, go? you know surprisingly i was prepared i was prepared for some crazy stuff you but brought a face mask i didn't yeah, right just all the protection <laughs> gear um no but i didn't really see anything i mean i was actually surprised i was looking for it i saw a couple people that were a little off but yeah. no more so than i see 
you know, around here. Right. So (laughs) it's the same thing, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was, it was fun though. It was good. The keys, I went down to the keys. That was nice. Ooh, nice. Is that like just a quick, just jaunt over the water? Just like 30 minutes or so or? No. Well, from where we were in Fort Lauderdale, it was like about a two hour drive, just the keys. And we didn't go to Key West, which is the furthest point down. We just kind of went into like mid keys. Okay. I'm totally uh, ignorant. So these are the islands that are connected by bridges, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the bridges you go across out there and it's just over the ocean and, um, which was, was it was, oh, it was really cool. And the Everglades out there are really pretty, like in a different way, not like, you know, they were really enamored with like forest. Oh, you're so lucky you have mountains Mm. and trees and everything. And I guess I, you know, you end up taking it for granted. I go out there and just all the water, Mm -hmm. man, there's water everywhere. And being from California where everything's like dead, you know, all summer summer long, everything's brown and dead and we're on a water shortage. In the valley, it seems like we're in a desert. Oh man. So, so it was, it was different. The glades though are really, really nice. Uh, Lots, lots of glades. Listen to you. You're like a local now. (laughs) Picking it up. Sit down to the glades. (laughs) It was cool. You know, saw some, saw some alligators, saw, um, went, when we went to the Keys, we fed some lemon sharks. That was fun. Lemon sharks? Yeah. They're just right there in the water, man. Right off the dock. You just get some fish and you throw them out there. Oh, they're big. No, they're, sharks, they're, they're, they're good size. Six foot, seven foot shark. Eight just, foot bunch. <laughs> what just is, swimming around, man. You feed them like little, little fishies yeah, or just something? Yeah, little fish. You throw them out in the water and you see if the other fish get to them before the shark gets to them. <laughs> and if one of, you know, it's interesting because you got all these fish just attacking, trying to grab this fish and there's all these sharks and they're going for them too. And I'm thinking, well, you're brave, man, going for that fish yeah the you're the bigger course right for the he's shark. grabbing you and you're grabbing the fish you're done huh. so but it was it was cool right on well i'm glad to hear it and i'm glad you didn't get affected by the hurricane like that that was no, that was yeah. one of my biggest concerns because yeah. it was right in the middle of your trip yeah no it was it was it was bad when i was when i was watching it but just some like turbulence going in that was about it right on so yeah luckily yeah all right jason well thank you for coming back in and recapping and telling the story um what what would you say to anybody who's thinking about taking a dna test or um is trying to figure out maybe a little bit more about their history and if they do end up trying to connect and there's a lot of lot to unpack here (laughs) primarily i'm just curious like if somebody wanted to reconnect with some with somebody that they've never met before what's your advice to them well here's the deal i you know, I'd thought about it. I wasn't going to do it myself. It took my sister to get me one, you know, cause she knows how I am. And it's like, I was, it's nerve wracking, but I'm so happy that we did it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you know, in the long run, I would say just go for it. I mean, you never know what you're going to find. You don't know how life's going to turn out for you, you know? Um, but it was, my experience was positive. I can't say that, you know, everybody's will be, but mine was positive. I'm glad it happened, you know? And uh, I, I fully accept it could have gone the other way. I mean, these people mm-hmm. could have just been like, mm, no. Nice you know, to know yeah. you. Oh, that's great. You know, but, you know, <laughs> not, but there's, so this is going to go back and forth. But, um, but if you don't do it, I mean, you're, you're never going to know. And look what I would have missed out on. I sure. mean, you know, so it's, I would just say, you know, go for it. And you never know what you're going to find, whether you're just trying to like find, you know, your, your like birth family or biological parents or um, just your general family tree history and like where you come from. Your ethnicity. And what, and yeah. You know, what kind of, cause it is really interesting meeting these people and seeing the same kind of like traits that are passed on through just genetics. Yeah. You know? So yeah, it's, it was cool. I just do it, you know? And I think one thing you, one really great thing you can take away from your story is that you're trying, you're now a conduit for two sides of your family and you're going to try to bring them all together and 
Yeah, and I'm going to try. One big happy family. It's going to be, you know, interesting. Two opposite opposite ends of the country, but... Hey, that's awesome. Variety is the spice of life, man. Right? Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how I can do six months here and six months there. Shit. (laughs) Do it. Do it if you can. That's fucking fantastic, man. Honestly, uh, it's so great to have you back. And I got to be honest, when you were here last time... It was probably the first time jitters of, of being doing a podcast type of thing and, oh, yeah. and being at the studio. But like today, I could just tell it, man, you're glowing. You're happy. It seems like you've got like a new refresher on life, man. It yeah, I good. do. I, 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 it gave me, a, it really did give me like a whole different and new positive outlook on stuff. You know, it's interesting because even in the pictures, you know, my friends would be like, God, you're just so happy. Like we can really, you see how happy you are there. Yeah. So. You know, which is good. I'm like, I mean, not that I'm not normally a happy person. But, no, you uh, are. But, but you know, but it's just funny. Th- it's like different. You yeah. know, it's just that different kind of uh, the whole change. So, yeah. Right on, man. Well, thank you again for coming by. And I appreciate the recap. And we'll have you on again. We'll talk about other stuff. We don't always have to talk about family trees and ancient trees and all this stuff. So, <laughs> um, And we can always talk about more Netflix. Right. Okay. It's I'll, great. I'll talk about everything. Awesome. Just talk, you know. Right on, man. Thanks, Jason. Yeah. Thank you. Namaste, bitches. <laughs> The Rad 